Hello and welcome to today's show, Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting, payroll processing, CRM design and implementation, and business technology strategy consulting and implementation. The host of today's show is Jennifer Roos, the CEO with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Good morning, Jennifer. Morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And you have a very special guest today. I do. I have a special guest today from Design Type. Her name is Cheryl McHugh. And we're going to talk a little bit about how she started her business, got into marketing and entrepreneurship for that matter, and the fact that she has made it and weathered the storm for over 30 years as an entrepreneur. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Yes, Design Type started in the middle 80s, actually, as a pre-press company. And we've just evolved through the years to where we offer our clients anything from branding services all the way through the printing process, promotional items, as well as direct mail marketing. So we're a complete end-to-end solution. Well, it's kind of fun because a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. people who are considering starting a business or who have a business and are going through all the pieces of it, right? All the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. (laughs) And you obviously made it through all, you've weathered those storms. I mean, you went through uh, starting it, keeping it going, going through a recession, making it all the way to today. Yes, that's a lot of creativity. But, you know, you just have to have that stick-to-itiveness and believe in yourself. Just don't give up. That's the main thing to keep going year after year and and really keeping on trend with whatever your process is. Like if mine was printing, I would read a lot of trade industry magazines to make sure I was on trend and we had state-of-the-art equipment and so forth like that. So creativity is a big part and hard work, of course, (laughs) will get you there. Well, in education, because you're saying that to stay on top of everything, you just continually learning what's happening, what's new. Exactly. And not sticking to what you're used to or what you think you're good at. Right. You just got to be flexible because times change, especially over these last 30 years. In the beginning, (laughs) just as in your company, we offer quite a lot of services. So whether a client would want just their logo created and then we pass it on to someone else, we are happy to do that. Or we will create the logo and actually implement the whole process, whether it's business cards, brochures. Any sort of advertising is what we'll do for you. Nice. So over all these years, because we've seen a lot of changes in marketing and advertising mm-hmm. as a whole for all different size businesses. Yes. What kind of things are, are what kind of trends are you seeing right now that are are most popular? Well, the good news for print is that it's really making a comeback for many years really? over the last decade or so. We thought paperless society was going to come into play, but that's really not been the case. I believe that so many people are almost desensitized to the digital realm. When things come across your computer all the time, it's like, oh, I see that for a moment. And then it vanishes because we're all moving so quickly. So studies are really showing that print is making a comeback, even particularly with millennials. That if they get a printed piece, they will tend to take more time to look at that as opposed to something that comes off, you know, over their mobile device or on their computer because it's just there for a split second. Well, I read it. Um, I mean, all, all different kinds of marketing studies over the years, obviously. Yes. And one of the things that they talk about is with direct mail, right? Because I know direct mail is good for certain industries, but the reality is the return on investment for direct mail is not always that great. 
So it really depends on the industry. What industries would you say to use a printed piece like a direct mail? What would be the most valuable? Well, I know real estate is one of those, but. Yes, I find that many clients use direct mail as well as just a whole integrated approach. Well, you will use visual communications, whether it's a billboard or something electronic and direct mail. It's really pretty vital that we only, we don't do it just one time. It's a repetitive sort of a drip marketing theory. So you might send out a direct mail postcard to your target market, which we can help with finding a list. If you don't have a database, we'll help get the demographic that you're targeting. So many businesses make you great use of uh, direct mail, such as, um, well, I find that churches do, and particularly they'll reach out to certain areas around their church. You know, mm-hmm. you can do zip codes, you can do age ranges, households with children, et cetera. HVAC firms <laughs> tend to really use direct mail. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, I've, and we do a lot of uh, marketing and, and print work for the healthcare industry and many physicians' offices that are new or adding into a certain hospital, they will send direct mail as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, no, in my industry, it's not really the, the target for me. But then again, I'm not as consumer-based. I don't deal on the consumer side very much. I'm really B2B. Yeah, well, I, to tell you the truth, we're 95% business to business. Our clients are businesses, whether they are, um, like I said, ministries such as churches. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of higher education with colleges nearby across the Atlanta area, um, as well as just um let's see, financial institutions, many types of businesses, people who want to promote their businesses, whether they're small or, you know, multi-locations, that's who we try and help to, we love to assist people in growing their businesses. What other kinds of printing or or print advertising do you do that you find a lot of entrepreneurs are really going after this, are becoming useful for them? Well, I mean, the main thing I'm seeing is that folks want to have their brand be really be consistent. So they'll come to us and make sure that we have good branded guidelines. So everything that they produce, whether it's a business card or a brochure or a newsletter, something, any sort of informational piece that they want to get their business out, it just needs to look professional. And that's what we try to assist to make sure that their brand stays on point. Yes, because I know, I mean, depending on the company, I've seen people that wrap their cars. I've seen people that do, you know, all their collateral. Well, my, I'm, I'm guilty of that one. Right? All my collateral is, is extremely branded. And as well it should be because that, that lets people see your image and realize that you're consistent. That's yeah. That's what they call on you because they realize, people don't realize how the subliminal message of your logo really gets across. It may just flash across, you know, a constant contact or it may be through a direct mail piece, but your visibility is very important. Yeah, I know. One of the things I tell all my clients is that it's not about one piece or one piece of advertising that you put out. It's the entire image. And so I always look at a tiered approach. So everything from the invoices that they send out, the letterheads, the envelopes, the portfolios mm-hmm. to, of course, to the business cards, to the colors. I mean, we go as far in my company. If you hadn't noticed, everybody wears purple. I have <laughs> noticed that. I like it. So... Man, woman, or child. <laughs> You're in purple. purple. <laughs> and I don't mean overwhelming, but they, I have a professional image where, you know, the men wear suits and purple ties. Mm-hmm. And I actually buy them the purple ties when they start working for my company and mm-hmm. white shirts. And then the women have purple and black. And, and yeah, white, that is so important. And that's what I mean about an integrated approach too. everything from what you're wearing, which we do. We can help with T-shirts, 
uh, printed apparel like that or embroidery, we, we, we do that as well. But I, I like to say that the trade show signage and, and just participating in small trade shows are mm-hmm. really good for small businesses and medium-sized businesses and probably large businesses as well. But that branding is so important from a table throw, uh, a pull-up banner, or a complete backdrop. All of those will be branded to, to meet your... Or the giveaways. Or the giveaways. <laughs> exactly. So important. And I really feel like since we're also inundated with email and so forth coming electronically, mm-hmm. the importance of something tangible such as a giveaway or um, a direct mail piece or a brochure or leave behind so that whoever you're calling on will remember your company. Yeah, I mean, one of the easiest giveaways is a pen. And very affordable too. Generally speaking, yes. And it's so funny because um, someone uh, I met a couple of days ago at one of the launches for one of the businesses that I brought to fruition. Uh, we were at the ribbon cutting and the other woman saw my card and she goes, I know you. I have your pen. <laughs> really? Oh. So it was very funny because she's like, I don't actually know you, but I have your pen. <laughs> well, see, that's brand visibility and the importance of it for any company that can do that. You know, um, so whether you only have a budget of $200 or $2,000 or more, we can find something that'll fit your budget. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I'm as as we talked at your office, actually, um, I like to change up my the pieces that I hand out and the things mm-hmm. that I do every year. So I, mm-hmm. I've been looking through the catalog and trying to figure out what I want to do this year. And it's really funny because every year I'll pick this whole different subset of stuff in all these mm-hmm. people. And it's, I was in a meeting this morning and I saw like four people had the cell phone holders with my logo on them, right. on their phones. <laughs> That's right. The cell phone <laughs> holders are really good and the new little pop sockets are kind of cool. <laughs> too, to help hold your phone. So there are a lot of gadgets that really are affordable and people love them and remember you. Yeah, it's it's just fun. Yeah. So if you've got a small business, don't think, you know, you can't afford to advertise. You certainly, there are many, many options. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, a brand new client that we're bringing on. We're going to be rebranding her altogether and redoing everything because right now her, she has multiple websites. None of them make sense. Um, she has no collateral that matches any of the, the themes or imaging or services that she really wants to provide. So it's, it's all over the place. It's this hodgepodge of stuff that makes no driven sense and it doesn't target anyone. Yes, you definitely have to hold up the brand consistency. So at Design Type, we've, we're the production powerhouse behind folks like you. <laughs> we're, we are not an agency. We've been in the print world for many years and I encourage young people to start their own businesses. I, uh, I I choose to hire interns. I was an intern many years ago, and, and frankly, that's how I got started. Once I got finished with that one-year internship, <laughs> I'm like, I think I can do that. So it's a belief yeah. in yourself. And of course, sometimes there's a need to do that financially, and it's paid off well for us through the years to help provide for our family. So um, I love to see young people start their own businesses and, and even other people who may be deciding they're ready to possibly retire or slow down and just want to have a different feel. Yeah, I do feel like the whole graphic design, um, printing and website development, social media, there, there are many jobs for the, those areas. No, there's tons of jobs in the design world. And you have to be capable of doing that because I'll be the first to tell people, I, have, I understand the idea of brand and I know consistency and I can put the strategy together. When it comes to the actual implementation, as far as the drawing and the design work, 
do not call on me because I am. I have staff who is fantastic at it. They're absolutely beautiful at the design work that they can provide. But as far as I'm concerned, you can't even tell if I draw stick figure properly. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. So I, I'm sort of right there with you. I don't do the actual drawing, but I feel like, but you know, with you and I, we we know how to communicate with folks and give them what they want. You know, so when when I meet with a client, I'll say, you know, what do, what is your vision, and exactly. then. We make that vision come to fruition. I can even envision everything. I just need mm-hmm. someone to put it to paper because I'm not the person mm-hmm. who can actually do that part. And I know my strengths and my weaknesses. And that's definitely a weakness. I am not artistically inclined in regards to artwork. Well, you know, that's one thing that entrepreneurs need to remember is to choose what you're good at and then delegate, you know, the rest. That's how you grow a company. Oh, I know. I was talking to another client of mine this week, actually, and he's just starting up and he's trying to do all these different pieces. And I I just turned around and I said, look, I know it's expensive to outsource at this point and you're just starting out. I understand that. But he, he was trying to do accounting work. I'm like, you are not an accountant. You do not specialize in this. You really don't know what you're doing. You don't understand tax code. Do yourself a favor. Outsource it. Outsource the bookkeeping. Focus on the sales and growing your business and doing what you are actually brought here to do. That's excellent advice. And it's, it's, it, is, it can be difficult in the beginning. I recall uh, in the very beginning, what I would do is be go see the client, come home, do the work in my basement at night, deliver it the next day, come home and, you know, invoice it. So I realized the struggle is real, but it can be overcome with well, perseverance. I mean, it's the joke of the entrepreneurship, right? You're yes. the janitor and the CEO on the same day. Right? Precisely. <laughs> it's one of those fun things where you're just like, okay, now what do I have to do? And what's on my list of what do I do now? Am I the executive assistant? Am I the CEO? Am I the sales guy? Am I the marketing person? Am I doing the branding? Am I invoicing? Am I doing yes, accounts totally. receivable? And then once you do hire employees, they see you and, and they are willing to work hard for you because they realize you do whatever is necessary. They see me, you know, cleaning the toilet. If exactly. You know, I don't know. I wouldn't ask one of my employees to do that, but I take out the trash, you know, and so forth. So yeah, you just got to be all hands on deck and do whatever it takes to make the client happy and service is a huge deal. That and hours. It, mm. It's so funny because I love the comment when certain entrepreneurs come to me, oh, I can now make my own hours. That's right. You can now work 24 hours a day. Exactly. <laughs> every day of that is now work. It's true. <laughs> That is so true. You got to be prepared for that. But I think those who really want to reach out and, and grow a business, they know they've got to, you've got to put in your pay your dues, and put in the time. It's not an eight to five. You do. But at the same token, you and I both know having families and things like that, it's a strain. I mean, people mm-hmm. go into this thinking, I'm going to have more time to spend with my family or I'm going to have more time to do these things. And the reality is that's not reality. No, because it really never goes away. You always have something, even when you're not there at the office, you're realizing that you're responsible for many things. Exactly. So you never get to leave it at the office. Yes, but you have flexibility too. So there's, oh, yeah. there are good points. Oh, and no, there no, no. Are they're definitely great points. No, they're but really. it's not an easy task. <laughs> no, it, it takes a certain type of person. And it's mm-hmm. not a joke. A lot of people, you know, it sounds great on paper, but mm-hmm. when they actually experience it, there's a lot of risk to it. And it's a risk you, you've got to have a lot of belief in yourself mm-hmm. because you are turning down a regular paycheck. You're turning down health insurance. You're turning down all these things, that the security that we were all brought up to believe we should have. 
Yes, but, you know, we have to keep believing in the possibilities. Exactly. And they really are limitless. It is. It's very true. But it's also based on how hard you want it and how much time you want to put in yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to warrant the success of your business. And it's also, what's fun is, is and you know this from, from experience as well, to grow your business, it's not as simple as being great at what you do. You have to be the salesperson. If it's your business, you've got to be out there shaking hands, talking to people, networking. It's not as simple as going online and, and just having a brand and, and putting it out there or sending out a mailer. Yes, people, you have to be the face. You have to represent your company as oh, yeah. what you do. And you've got to tell people more than once. You've got to show up many, <laughs> many times and over and over again, explain what your services are and build those relationships. That's yeah. so vital. It's brand consistency, but it's personal consistency too. Absolutely. And when you you meet someone and then they go to another company, those referrals come about and then it mm-hmm. sort of seems to multiply and, and help things to grow through that networking process. Exactly. And I mean, you also find vendors that'll help you out too mm-hmm. and different partners that'll actually help promote your business. But people forget. So a lot of times everybody's like, well, if I brand this way or if I send this out or I put up this sign, they will come. Yeah, this is not Field of Dreams. No magic form. <laughs> no magic bullet there. You really have to pay your dues, work hard and be creative in your thought process and, and build partnerships with other folks. Find a mentor, someone that you look up to has been successful in their business. Yep. And uh, get advice and be willing to accept the advice. Also, when, it's fun because when I look at and tell people to get mentors or mm-hmm. to talk to a business coach or so that, um, one of the things I always tell them is if you talk to any business coach or any mentor, make sure they failed at something. And it's good advice. <laughs> well, if they tell you they, they were a success from the beginning, they are full of it. Yes. <laughs> if they're a true down. entrepreneur. <laughs> It's not true. You just got to keep getting back up. You fall (laughs) off the horse, but you got to get back on and keep on keeping on. And and never giving up is so key. Because there are days when you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) just let's roll up the towel now. (laughs) I'm just done. (laughs) Many days like that. Yeah. But every day is a new day. So start fresh the next day. If you have a bad one, just call it a day and realize there's tomorrow. Oh, no. I agree. It's just very funny because it's, I just hear that a lot. Someone one, uh, recently told me, oh, they got a business coach. This person's been a success since they were 21. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, they never did anything that any things they're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, for those that have never tried entrepreneurship, <laughs> I think, oh, I just want to be my own boss. You know, I want to be able to set my hours. Well, every client you have, every customer you have, is your the boss. boss. <laughs> they sign your paycheck. Exactly. You have to remember that because I totally believe in, you know, service for sure. And you got to have the quality to back it up. But no, the the follow through. So it's it's fine to be able to tout whatever you're doing, right? But you've got to have the follow through. You've got to exceed Mm -hmm. the expectations for your clients. You cannot just meet them. And you have to not and and there no one is perfect. So if you have a person who has five hundred reviews and all of them are five star, they great for them. And it may be they are real. I don't know for sure if that's true, though. No, we're all human. So we're not 100% all the no. time. But if we do make mistakes, you know, we, we try to correct them quickly. That's what I look for. Like, I'll, even we, we've, we actually have a couple hundred reviews out there, right? And I have, I think, in total, four or five bad ones or not great ones. Mm-hmm. But a couple of them, I mean, I went back and I actually wrote to the client. I addressed the problem, went back to them, fixed it. And then the client actually rewrote a review after it right. saying, 
they came back and they did these things for me. You know, I was having a bad day. It was just a bad experience. You know, they dropped. It, it happens. There's no way around it sometimes, especially as you continue to grow, right? You think you can handle all the things and sometimes somebody falls through the cracks. There's just, it yes. happens. It's hard to keep all the balls up in the air all the time. But by and large, if you say what you're going to do and you do what you say. Exactly. You know. They'll keep coming back to, to see you and be a repetitive customer. Most of our clients have been with us well over a decade. Also, communication. It's key. I mean, a lot of times, everybody, especially in entrepreneurship, is going to go through good and bad times. And some of those bad times may cause you to be late paying for clients, maybe late doing certain things. Communication. If you just talk to each other, a lot of times the other person will work with you. I think nine times out of 10, they will. Honesty and communication. Exactly. is the answer. So I think that that's very vital. So they're just, it's fun to, to see some of the things that these different entrepreneurs come, and I'm sure in your case too, yes. they come to you and tell you about different things that are happening in their business. And, mm-hmm. Or the ones that, the ones that get me is they want a, a big push right from the start, right? They want to spend all this money and not do controlled growth. And they think they're going to make this huge splash. That's just really not how it works. You really have to pay your dues. (laughs) But I'm sure you get that because, I mean, someone wants to spend $100,000 on a booth their first time out and they've never even launched the product. Well, that return on that investment is not going to be very good. (laughs) Probably going to go a little bit south with that that investment. So, yeah, slow growth is good. You just have to pace yourself. Exactly. And have some patience. Mm -hmm. Because it... There is ramp up to everything. Exactly. And it's just fun to watch it. And I loved watching. So, and, and, and I'm serious about watching in this, in this aspect. I have a whole bunch of clients that this year have launched businesses. And I have been to ribbon cuttings. I've been to about 40 ribbon cuttings this year, which is fantastic. It's amazing That's to a see lot. this. I, yeah, it's, it's That's fan, wonderful. It's amazing. And these are all clients that I help create their business plans, help them get funding, did everything from design work to their structural design work, help negotiate terms on their leases, change product pricing. That is full service. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are full service. Uh, Help the POS systems. I mean, Mm -hmm. you name it, we've probably done it to help them with their systems. And I was just at one and it was so fun because... they're officially, because I was just at their three soft openings and, and they're about to do their, their hard opening this week. And they did their ribbon cutting last week. And it's local to here, actually. And it's, it's so fun to watch and see their faces when they're like, all these people are coming to, to celebrate this dream of mine right. coming to fruition. So all the hard work does pay off. And, and having a good written plan is, is very important, as you know. So your, your company helps folks write those plans. Unfortunately, when I started, it was just me. I didn't have a marketing guideline. So (laughs) fortunately, the hard work and just listening to what the client's needs are makes all the difference. Oh, yeah. And I tell this to clients too. But it's it's fun to watch that and and see them really take the image and the ideas that you put on paper and actually make them work. And when you see them become successful, that's the fruits of your labor because you're right behind them. Yeah. That's what we like to see, too. We don't like to support our customers. And so then in, in turn, it supports us as well. Exactly. You have a customer for life and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. And, and you almost take a little bit of ownership on your own side and 
you have that little bit of, of pride. Yeah, seeing your, like you've had a little investment in and, that business too because you're supporting them. And, and the entrepreneurs, they know what their vision is, but they do need someone to help market and help with their brand and kind of coach them along. So Yeah, because I, I have a few clients that came to me recently and they brought this idea and they had they they knew who their target market was, right? They knew exactly how people perceived it. I took that product out for proof of concept. Not one person thought it was anything near what these people thought their product was. <laughs> so you had advised them that maybe they ought to rethink? Well, actually, the product was great. I just advised them to go a different direction to what mm-hmm. target market they were going after. Right. Because it was completely the wrong market. Because mm. based on the perception of what everyone thought it was, they weren't going after the right place. And sometimes you're too close to it. You just can't see the forest for the trees. So it always helps bring someone else that, you know, you can ask, what's your opinion of this? How does yeah. it go? And so when they got your opinion, you had to say, looks like we need to go in this direction. Exactly. I want, I'll be honest with them. If, if a product's not going to work, I'll let them know that too. Mm-hmm. But a product or service. But um, the reality is a lot of times it's just a question of, let's take this different route. You, yeah, maybe you didn't think of this, but this is how you're being perceived. And I'm sure that's in marketing, especially with with printing product. I mean. Yes, that's the whole creative process. And so that's why if you're in a certain field, it does pay to look at what's the industry going on in the industry. Read your technical magazines. Make sure you're on trend or ahead of the game. Yeah, we all try. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. And I mean, in yours as well. I mean, when someone comes to you and you look at a product, they want to brand it a certain way. There has to be times where you're looking at it going, why in the world are you branding this this particular way? Well, you just have to be kind of tactful and say, <laughs> you know, I'm not so certain. Why have you thought about handling it this way? You know, just well, a yeah. different perspective. Yeah. Same thing as you're doing as well. Oh, no, I just, I don't outright say, but uh, no, no. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> no, no, we <laughs> we're more tactful than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And people definitely respect a professional opinion. You know, when they see this is what I'm thinking, but all they can see is their little circle. Actually, I found, I found that people respect the opinion when you tell them no, like that I agree. and go a different direction because you're not just telling them what they want to hear. You're trying to give them an avenue where they'll be successful. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, that's what both of us bring to the table, right? We try to you bring the printed side mm-hmm. and the the visual side that that wow factor right total that, visual communications yeah, yeah you so. bring the, the visual side of it where i bring the strategic side of it on the back end of it right so it, it both of us what we're trying to do is steer the client out there to make money Precisely. to succeed right and as i said we're we're on the production end so we love to find folks that are interested in uh, technology, you know, that can help us to run the equipment we have on the floor. We've got presses and folders and so forth like that. So I just think that, you know, having a technical skill, is there's something to be said for that. You don't have to have a college degree. We're more than willing to train people on the job. It, you know, it's, it's awesome. a person who um, really wants to succeed and learn something new, which I find fascinating to find young people or even not so young people. <laughs> That are just eager and enthusiastic. There's a lot to be said for passion. Oh, no. Actually, I think that passion, there's a lot to be said for passion. Because mm-hmm. any entrepreneur, and this goes even back to, to Mike over here, he wasn't passionate about business or about radio for that matter. He, I don't believe he would have put all his ducks in a row and, and moved out of his career and came into this side of radio. He came to a different way of thinking, huh? <laughs> well, he did. 
he did too. And it came right. about Business Radio X. And Excellent. you came about the printing side and I came about the marketing. The mar- well, consulting. I'm consulting in total because exactly. marketing is just one piece of what mm-hmm. we do. But it, you know, it's all the different pieces. So it's a lot of fun though. But for right now, um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and how to reach you if they want to oh, okay. get in touch with you? It's Cheryl McHugh at Design Type. You can reach me at Cheryl, S-H-E-R-Y-L at Design Type. The phone number is 770-338-8801. And we'd love to hear from you. We're offering today a 10% off any product or service. If you email info at designtype.com with the subject line Radio X, and we'll give you further information. It's been my pleasure to be here. We love uh, servicing our clients. We've been in Gwinnett County for over 30 years, and we look forward to meeting new folks. All right. Well, thank you very much, Cheryl. Thank you. And great job, Jennifer. As usual, a reminder, this has been Strategic Insights Radio here on Business Radio X. To find out more about Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., you can contact them by calling 678-996-1312 or visit their website, sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com.